This is a PowerWorks podcast short with Glenn Power and me, James Pikeway. Prices are going up everywhere. Yep. And this is this is leading folks to now start thinking, okay, maybe it is time to downsize. But it's also getting folks asking those questions. Okay, what can I do to save a few liters here and there? And, you know, part of it is, it's not like, I, I mean, in my mind, I'm firing this up to you as the mechanic. It's not like any of the tricks and tips that I'm hearing are really going to give me substantial savings. No. If my vehicle's a gas guzzler, it's going to be a gas guzzler. If it's a, a quite a miser on fuel, it's going to be a miser on fuel. But people seem to be going out of their way to now try and save, you know, a Durham, a buck, a pound at the pumps. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean it's, it's, it, it, there was a, and this, there's, there's probably 5 million videos on YouTube of people doing these sort of road <laughs> tests trying to increase their fuel economy. Yeah. And I remember watching one on a TV show in the UK called Fifth Gear, which was like Top Gear, but rubbish. <laughs> and they got a car and they took all the weight out of it as right. much as they could. I think they saved 100 odd kilos. Yeah. It wasn't a particularly heavy car. They put the tire pressures a little bit higher than they should have been. They did this, they did that. And, you know, they, they used engine braking rather than foot brake. And uh, as much, you know, all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the stuff that you've heard. And I, I, I seem to think that going around like a test track, which I think it was just an oval, they didn't actually save anything. They didn't yeah. improve anything really. And well, you know, part of it is, I think back in the day, so we'll go back 20, 25 years. I think, there were things you could do to cars and trucks and vans that would help with your fuel economy. Now with everything being so computer run and the computer constantly doing that mix and constantly looking for the optimal consumption, it's making a whole bunch of changes as it goes and it's getting used to your driving patterns and it's trying to save you some cash. Yeah. I mean, one of the big things undoubtedly is the, electronically controlled manual gearboxes, so DSG from the VW group, S-Tronic, PDK, whichever way you call it. There's completely different to an automatic. Mm. They aren't as heavy. They don't need as much power to get turning. So that's a good thing. And they can be controlled. And most cars now will have a driving mode. Right. And you'll have an economy mode, sport mode, comfort mode, and a yeah, you know you can uh, a custom mode where you can set your own parameters. One of the things to say is that you will definitely benefit if you have a new car. If you buy two new cars built in the same factory by the same people side by side, and one of them gets serviced and one of them doesn't, the one that gets serviced will do better gas mileage. Okay. So keep so keep your vehicle serviced. Servicing is a massive trip, thing. Trip number one, but. By service, we're using that as an umbrella term, and, and what we're talking yeah. about there is not only taking it to the garage for the oil and filter change, but also every single week checking your tire pressures. So tire pressure, keep it at the optimum And then uh, that level. gets split down. So when you check your tire pressures, check your tread. Your tread. Does uh, it look like it's wearing unevenly? Is it evenly worn? If it's not evenly worn, there's an issue with the wheel alignment. And so wheel alignment could also have an impact. So if okay. you can imagine trying to push a shopping trolley around a supermarket oh, and one yeah. of the wheels has bent. We've oh, all been there. We've been there. It takes, it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. It takes a lot more energy to do it, and that's all you're talking about here, energy. You're just getting energy from petrol or diesel, whichever way you look at it. So keeping the tyres checked every week for pressure means that you're also checking the tread. Yeah. 
And you're also down there having just driven to a petrol station or wherever it may be. If you're checking them in your house, it's a little bit different. But if you've just driven somewhere and you get down there and you're putting the air in and you think that smells or your brake disc looks blue, yeah, your brakes are binding on. That's something you might not necessarily know. Got another issue, which is why you want to go get a service so your mechanic can see this. So there's another thing you might see checking your tires. So these are all important things. Another hugely important thing to stress here is AC uses very, very little fuel now. Really? On modern... See, because I always think, oh, the AC's on. I am chugging away. On modern European cars, there's there's a very, very minimal difference with the AC being on. As to it not being on, because the and, and also don't forget the worst part of that is the opposite of having the 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 solution to having no AC, especially in a warm <laughs> day, is to have the window down. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's causing so much more drag. And again, there'll be videos on that driving with your windows down and windows up, and seeing how far you get, and that'll yeah. be that'll be the biggest difference. Mm. So keeping keeping the AC on when it's hot rather than open the window is a is a much better option, and. Also, using the right fuel, mm-hmm. not thinking that you're going to get better power or economy because you're putting super fuel in, that, that's not necessarily the case. If your car requires it, then yes, it will. But if you're just driving around in a run-of-the-mill normal car that can take 91 or 93 or 95, whatever it may be, yeah. then just use normal fuel, fuel it up properly, try not to let it run completely out of fuel all the time. You know That's not a good thing. Don't buy these magnets that go around your fuel lines. I've never seen know. those. I don't know what they're for. You see them on Amazon all the time that save, make fuel economy. I think Fifth Gear tested those as well. You know, don't believe in any sort of quick fix. That the, the And again, like we've said, with modern cars, which we're talking about here, most manufacturers have done, because they've had to, to sell them everything they can to make them as, as efficient as they can for yeah. what they're putting in them. It's it's certainly the case for ninety five percent of European cars. They're they're as as efficient as they can be for the job they're trying to do, mm. and ultimately downsize. Yeah, that's the other way to get a smaller vehicle. You just get a smaller a smaller vehicle. Get and a four cylinder. If you if you if you if you're worried about cost, if it if it's purely cost of the fuel rather than the actual environmental impact of the fuel that you're using if it's purely just the cost then my the only sensible advice is just to buy a smaller car Mm. failing that you can go and buy yourself an electric car there's Mm. an offering from every single manufacturer i would think now that you could go and buy and there are power storage with power generation units available now more and more widely if you look online you'll see them where you can get solar wind generators to power a storage bank or charge your car overnight and that's then totally clean clean and green and 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 you're not environmentally impacting anybody apart from the way that your car's been put together and the the batteries come from and the tires that you're using and the brakes that you're using but otherwise you're not doing a bad job at all 